don't see it, but I see it, and it bothers me. But we see is you in a little ass box. It's my dick in a box. I'm going to show you a picture. Just got fixed. I don't know. Something ain't right with this shit. Cause now this whole side of the screen is flashing. Oh, you know what it is, man? Old people don't know how to use technology, bro. That's what it is. Yeah. We old. Yeah, we, we getting up there, man. We getting up there. Yeah, I wanted to get coffee, yo. That didn't happen, yo. This guy again with the coffee, bro. I don't Everybody have any coffee. coffee. I don't have no you coffee. You don't have coffee. Because I have no coffee in my fucking house. And I was going to go get it. I'm like, yo, I got 12 minutes, yo. I think I can make it to the corner to Dunkin' Donuts and back in 12 minutes, and I'm like, mm, let me not chance it. You probably could've. I probably could've. Yesterday, I took uh, Gianna to get a tattoo. What? And, yeah, and um, afterwards, we went, to, we went to see my homie Sako, you know, he hooked it up, did a little tattoo on her ankle for her, and then we went to uh, Brother Bruno's. Love that place, yo. They put whatever you want on the damn pizza, yo. Oh, yeah? She got the Cookie Monster pizza. They're like a, it was a dessert pie, so it's like uh, I had like this blue vanilla icing, and then it has like cookie on it and chocolate. Bless you, thank you. I I got a cinnamon a cinnamon one. Yeah, the minute I ate that first slice, I was like I felt the diabetes setting in. Yeah, so we got personal pies. You know? We also ate other food there though. But damn, yeah, those look a, big for personal pies. Yeah, they were both personal pies. Allegedly, they were personal pies. Yeah, they look but they look big as hell. I definitely recommend Brother Bruno's in Wayne. They make dessert pies, Nutella. You get one with Nutella and banana oh, and, and strawberries on it. They stop have all it. kinds of crazy ones, yo. Yeah, I guess they're personal. They don't fit the sheet, but damn, those are big. Oh, the s'mores were, yo. Oh, the s'mores they, have were. One. they have a s'mores stop one. They have a s'mores one. They have a s'mores one. I thought one. I just made something up. They have a s'mores one, yo. Gianna was debating on getting that. And not only the dessert pies, like their regular pizzas, they put whatever you want. Like they had one that yesterday that was a buffalo mac and cheese. That's what I had, a slice of that. But you go over there, you can just pick whatever you want, like garlic knots and mozzarella sticks on a pizza, and boom, there you go. Garlic knots and mozzarella sticks on the pizza. I mean, mind you, my bill yesterday, Gianna, the two of us, it was like $51. Yeah. But, I mean, those some rookie pay. numbers, man. You got to bump them up, man. That's some rookie numbers. <laughs> that would have been mine by, by itself, bro. We got to go out there, then. We got to go out there. Yeah, we go out there and get, get, a, get a Nikki Nightmare. I'm sure they could make a Nikki Nightmare. That's a Nikki Nightmare. Uh, I get chicken fingers, French fries, and onion rings on a pizza. Everyone said that sounds like. Uh, but I'm I'm about to say, it sounds like the Fat Amy to me. It's kind of. I mean, the Fat Amy because I mean it's shit on there that you don't need unless you're trying to be fat. But uh, yeah, no, that's good. I mean, I, the way I got that was when I was here one day. We have we were all hanging out in the basement watching football, and I went over to the pizzeria around the block, which is no longer there. It's two sisters owned it. And they had uh, the one sister, I think her name was like Gia. She had like a Gia special. And it was chicken fingers, onion rings, and french fries. So I went in there. I was stoned the shit one day. And I was like, can you do me a favor? Can you just put all that on the pizza? She's like, I don't even know how to ring that up. I said, well, charge me for the special. Charge me for a pizza. And then put it all together in one box. And that's what they did. And then I bring it back to the house. And everybody was like, yo, what is this? I'm like, yo, just eat it, bro. Like, just eat it. And then let's see what you think after. And everybody... Everybody was talking shit in the beginning, and after they had a slice, no complaints. And then I saw another spot by my house a few years later that kind of did a similar, except they went one step further and they put like a honey barbecue, uh, barbecue and honey mustard drizzle on top of it, yo. And I was like, that yeah, that was like the, the game changer. Yeah, like it's making it look pretty. Yeah, you know, make it look like it's a gourmet pizza. You know what I mean? When it's really just, you know, clogging your arteries, it's just a, you know, ticking time bomb. <laughs> 
I love pizza. I mean, you know, I say that about everything. Right? I love pizza. I love peanut butter and jelly. I love tacos. I love cereal. I just love food. You love food, man. I mean, that's why I look yeah. the way I do, because I love food. This dude made peanut butter and jelly French toast sticks. I saw that, yo. You saw that? Yeah, with, yeah, that's, the, that's with a, the crushed Reese's Pieces. That's a hell of a combo. That's good stuff there, man. It is, bro. See, stuff like that I would like to make, but, I mean, it's like a lot of effort goes into that. And it's like, oh, that was prepping. the Reese's Pieces cereal. Yeah, he grind it up. cereal. Oh, and then, and he, then he, he did an egg wash and then wrapped it, put it in and that, and then fried it. Yeah. And then fried it. Oh, stop Yeah, I have a whole folder of saved stuff like that <clears throat> on my IG. And I, I do every now and then. I'm like, all right, let me, what am I going to do today? It's Sunday. Normally, I do it on the weekend. I'm off. And I'm like, let me see. Right, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get this, this, this. I'm going to try this, yo. And I tried them, bad boys, yo. And most of them are pretty legit, yo. Most of them are pretty legit. That's what's up. Ooh, that sounds exciting. You made me smile. <laughs> a little under the weather. You made me smile. I be trying not to, to eat too much like that, man, but I can't help it these days. Yeah, you know what? I, I want to, you know, kind of ease up, but the hunger hits, bro. And, and he don't even smoke. It's like the, the more I the more I fight it, <laughs> the, the harder it is to resist it, man. I'm about to go like on like an extended fast, bro. Like a legit, like, like two-day, like water fast. Like just like break my spirit when it comes to me and food you know what bugs me out <laughs> he said break my spirit <laughs> nah because you know what it is man like that's that's the one thing that i can't seem to like that's all like get control in my life man you got all this discipline for everything else throughout the day and everything but yeah. you can't you can't but it comes to a meatball right out the window <laughs> bro like i mean I, i'll eat my food and somebody be like, yo, you want some? And I, I got no business saying yes, <laughs> but I always do. But that's you the thing, like, like Juan said, like I have all this discipline, you know, I, I have these routines set in place, you know, I've kicked a lot of bad habits in my time. And, you know, a lot of them, I did them cold turkey, just decided one day I wasn't going to do them anymore. But when it comes to food, man, I got no control. That's what I think. I got to just like break my spirit, bro. I got to like put me in that. I don't you know, think a some, fast some will do 40 it. days and 40 nights in the desert type thing, man, to really, like... Or you do that to, like, re- like, jumpstart, like, recycle something in your head or something, maybe? Nah, I think you just gotta have more discipline. I don't think a fast will do it, because you already I know. fasted. How many like, times you already fasted? Yeah, yeah but nah, but, but, but when fast, I... Fast, no, I'm talking fast, about, like, legit, yeah, like, like, like not, not, not fast, so like, oh, I can eat at 1 o'clock and then eat like right. an animal. I'm talking about, like, two days of, of saying no to whatever food comes to me. And in turn, you know, trying the idea is trying to rewire my brain to say, you know, to show I could say no, you know what I mean? Like, give me that that belief. Like, no, you know what? I, I said no to all this food for two days. Well, I mean, there, like, there I is... Say no to something I, else, I think it's harder... I think it would be harder to discipline yourself in your serving sizes than doing the fast, the extreme fast. Yeah, no, but it's no, not but even, it's it's not even the serving sizes because he can eat small servings. No. Yeah, he just well, takes I mean, food all the time. Like, perfect example was Friday. I left work. I had a chicken cutlet, fresh mud sandwich. He wanted it, but he ate, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't want it. He was like, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. I'm like, I, you know, eat it, you know? Like, he didn't need to eat it, but he literally, like, sat there and ate it while working, you know what I mean? Like, he just eats. To eat. And that's my problem is, like, for me, like, I just eat to eat. I realized that the other day. I'm like, yo, like, I, I like, I do. I want to, like, I, I keep saying, like, same thing like Mike, like, I, I got to stop doing it because that's the, my biggest problem. I mean, I guess I'm not really active as well. 
you know, except for my skating and walking at work. But like, I noticed that like eating is is more of just like a habit, like smoking a cigarette. Like I'll be in my room and I'm like, oh, let me go get something to eat. And I'm not even hungry. I'm just like looking for something to munch on, looking for something to make. It's not, you know, it's just like it's, I, I'm, at this point, I'm just doing out of habit. It's like, and I can't even yeah. blame it on just being stoned and, and the munchies because like, there's times like I know I'm stuffed. And I still, like, go looking for shit to eat. And I'm like, yo, I can't even breathe right now because I just ate, like, four plates of pasta. And now I'm here looking for, like, you know, a, a fruit roll-up or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's rough, man. Yeah, I know, man. Just trying to figure out, a, you know, a way to kind of trick my mind. And, you know, I don't know. But I definitely got to do What you got to do boys. is get, a, like, a, one of them shot collars for dogs. <laughs> yeah. No, no, and every, like time, every time you eat something outside of your meal, you just zap yourself. <laughs> And you know there's two though. Like, associated food with getting electrocuted, and you you stop eating like that. I mean, you know, granted, you know, like we said at the, at the start of the show, you know, we getting older, so you know, things ain't like they used to be. But I'm noticing like more and more, you know, weird aches and pains, and I don't know something is really like I really feel that it's because of the quality of the food that I'm eating. Yeah, you know, yeah. And well, we I'll talk- set myself up for success. By bringing my lunch, you know, cooking, you know, you see the stuff I bring for lunch. Like last week, I had the ground turkey with green beans and a little cilantro rice, you know what I mean? And for the most part, that's that's not that bad, you know? And, and then for breakfast, you know, I've gotten away from my, you know, four egg omelet because of my cholesterol. But, you know, I have like a little piece of toast with maybe some peanut butter, you know, or a piece of fruit. Um, So, you know, I set myself up for success, but then... You know, so you know, somebody brings some some treats and they're on the parts counter. You know, or somebody's <laughs> like, "Yo, Mike, uh, I didn't finish this. You want some?" And then, you know, before you know it, I've eaten four times the amount that I brought in because you know people want to feed me or be nice to me, and I can't say no. So yeah. you know, it's not. I'm, tr- you know, cause that's what they say, right? Normally, like when when you start trying to, to lose weight, they kind of say, "Oh, you know, you got to kind of plan ahead, meal prep." You know, just just eat what you bring, and and it's it's all very simple. It makes sense. Or you bring your own food, you eat your food, you're done eating, you're done, you're full, you're good, everybody's happy. You know, for a normal person, maybe, but I can't say no. So I got to figure out a way to train my brain into thinking I could say no, or not thinking, but you know, showing myself. Because obviously, I can say no because I've said no to other things in my life. So just trying to gain control over this this one aspect, and it doesn't help that we. Damn, you're right. Why you got all kinds of shit going on over there, yo? Yeah, I kind of just dropped a whole bunch of shit. My bad. Yeah, we, it doesn't help that we have a guy at work that like he literally like brings in like slabs of meat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he brings in cakes and treats and shit like that. But then he'll have dinner and he'll he'll make like there'll be a lot of meat left over. And he'll just bring in like. It's like how much? How many people is he feeding? I don't and know. He's got this he, much he does it more often. Over. He does it pretty often that he'll bring like just. A bag of meat and a bag and just be sitting on the fucking yeah. Bag. Yeah, I I think he got money to burn, so he uh he goes all out. <clears throat> but anyway, we not yeah, uh, now mm-hmm. now that we uh, spent twenty minutes talking about food, you know, it's an important topic, man. Uh, you know what? <laughs> yesterday while talk while having pizza, I uh I had reached out to you, Mikey. Actually, everyone in the group that uh this week might be uh Nana's last uh soccer game, yo. For real. Yeah, know how I feel about that. Yeah. Monday she has the, she has the game Monday, and then uh, she has states uh, after that, and then depending on how far they go in states, that's this is it. This When's is the, the first game of soccer. states? That's not scheduled either yet? Wednesday or Thursday. They don't they don't know yet. But depending on how that game goes, that may or may not be her last soccer game. Yeah, a few games. Sucks. But, 
Yeah, man. It's a shitty feeling. Excuse it my is. French. But we were talking about it. Like, she was like, I didn't even want to think about it. And I was like, damn, I don't want to think about it either. Because, I mean, pre- I'm pretty sure when she goes to college, she's not going to play soccer. Because all the colleges that she's been talking to and, and been, uh, they all want her for, for track. Soccer. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of colleges wanted her for soccer. But once she started doing the track, that opened up a lot more doors for her. And mm-hmm. uh, she's been seeing a lot of, I mean, he's still seeing schools that wanted to see her for soccer. But a few of the ones that she liked all want her to do track. And those are the ones that she's kind of gearing towards. So more than likely, she, unless she red shirts and then tries to do two sports, she's probably yeah. going to do track in college. Which is, I can't even, like, even now, I can't even think of Gianna not playing soccer, yo. Yeah, I like, feel like she's been playing soccer. She's been playing soccer since she could walk. Like, literally, since she could walk, she's been playing soccer. Since, mm. like, 18 months, she's been playing soccer. We've had her in some sort of soccer program since she was 18 months. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. They don't have, um, they got, like, adult soccer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they got, like, like even, like, when she's in college, she could still play for certain club teams that they have with, like, older, you know. But yeah, man, it's coming to an end, man. It's it's a lot of last last things happening. Has she decided or started leaning towards any schools yet? Nah, not not really. I mean, I, the one that she saw recently, the Upper Ithaca, she liked. My cousin went to that one. Yeah, she liked. She liked it. She liked it too. Let's see so what we talked about Ithaca last night with my dad's group. I heard that place expensive. Yeah, it's like that school's expensive. Thanks, guys. Like, it's really a thing. Something like that. No, because after we had a, the, the conversation, I, I don't remember how we got there. I can't. Uh, check, figure my guy. Sound like you're in a tunnel or something. My bad, my bad. I scratched, I scratched my face. And I think I knocked it out of place. Um, you know, we were talking about, about uh, college and, and whatnot. And uh, the one dad was saying he told his son that, you know, he doesn't have to go to college, you know, right from high school. Like, he could take a little bit and, and decide what he wants to do before jumping into that. And his you know, mentality behind it was, you know, at that age, your mind isn't fully developed. And sometimes you, you lean into the, into the narrative that they were pushing back then that everybody had to get a degree and you end up putting yourself in debt. And that was the example he used. His, his niece actually um, had it in her head that she wanted to go to Ithaca, had to go to Ithaca. So they went and now, you know, she has over a hundred thousand dollars in debt and she's a yoga instructor. Oh, shit. He's like, you know, Ooh. had she taken, you know, a few months or a year after school, she could have realized, like, oh, you know, I want to be a yoga instructor. And that's fine. You don't got to go to Ithaca to do that. And then, you know, wow. the other dad there was, was was making a point. It was like, listen, you know, really, because there was a lot of back and forth, you know, because he was saying about, you know, having the kids take some time off. There's another guy's like, no, nah, you got to have them go right yeah. to college because they're in that routine already. You know, yeah. so I gave my example how that was my thought. Right? I'm going to take a year off and then go to college once I save some money. Obviously, that never happened. happened. You know, I went from top 10% in the high school to never even stepping foot on a campus, which, you know, to this day is still kind of a mystery to me why I did that. But that's a story for another time. So there's a lot of back and forth going on. Um, So then the one uh, guy was saying, he's like, you know, really what it boils down to is like, you know, you could get a degree and it could help you. He's like, but you have to realize, like, what you want to do with your life. Like, obviously, if you want to be, you know, a doctor, you're going to have, you know, you're going to have to spend and get yourself into, you know, a good amount of debt yeah. for that schooling. He's like, but if you want to be a teacher, he's like, you don't have to go to an Ivy League school to come out and teach. You go right there to, to Montclair, to yeah, you know, and true. have not as much debt 
get a good education, get your certificate, and then that's one of those professions that really you're learning mostly on the job, mostly on, on, on a lot of jobs. You know, so that was his thought behind is like, listen, you know, you could go to school, but you need to be smart and decide what you want to do and then have the school reflect that. Like, don't put yourself in, in, in a ridiculous amount of debt, you know, because you want to be in marketing. When and let, you don't have let's to. be real. Let's be real about it. Like those first three years of school, you're not really working on what it is you're trying to do anyway. Like yeah, lots of years, times, it's yeah, lots of classes. Lots of times so you can like it, it, the, the smart way to yeah the smart way to do it is do your first two years of community college and then do and your in that remaining time, years you figure out yeah your you remaining years you do it wherever else yeah. you go so then instead of having four years of this expensive ass school you have two years of like some cheap school and then you have the yeah. last two years of another one and your diploma reflects where you graduated not where you started from you know what I mean I'm so, curious did that come up in 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 the dad's thing last night did anybody say that was that what we just said. About well, we going to community college first community. and then transfer. Nah, to... nah, it didn't, it didn't come up. I mean, the, I mean I was... the, the truth of the matter is, though, like, even now, like, I, I remember seeing an article about it that, you know, I, I think Gary Vee talked about it, too, that the, the ROI on, on, on college isn't what it used to be. So the numbers of people going to college are a lot lower now because mm-hmm. it's not like back in the day where you could go to college and you'd get, you'd get out of college and get a job with what you go to college for. You know, back in the 80s and the 70s, that's what, how it worked. Mm-hmm. You know, start around the 90s is when stuff started to change where you started to see people going to school getting these debts but then not getting jobs you know going to school getting sixty seventy thousand dollars worth of debt then you're working in you know bed bath and beyond trying to recoup that money while you're trying to find a job and then you never mm-hmm. and you know what i mean so it, it's not it's not the same way it used to i mean because at the end of the day college is really a business yeah, it ain't the same. Really what it is. I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't check the numbers personally, but I mean, the the one guy I was talking about was was pretty knowledgeable. He, he's talking about there's like a, a trillion dollar debt for for people with student loans, like trillions of dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some people that, like you said, they they go to college and, and spend this absorbent amount of money, and they may never even pay that off in their lifetime. You know, I mean, like the the the, the example they gave last night, he said it was over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, somebody school are like 30 grand a semester. You know I mean, like that's, mm-hmm. you're looking like in, 10, in 15, 19, maybe 20 years, you know, and, and in, that's in not even factoring in interest. I'm sorry, Mikey, I'm going to forget this number. In 1994, when I was looking to go to college, I was looking at, of course, I played football, so I want to go to the University of Miami. Yeah, the first Why thing not, I thought right? of, yeah. Right. Everybody, so, everybody wanted to do that. Everybody wanted to go there. 25 grand. A semester at that time. Oh, look, so yeah, it's cheap. You figure eight eight so semesters cool. at twenty five thousand. That's two hundred thousand dollars, and that don't even count the the debt you accrue while you're in college, right? And if you know, and if you're staying there, you, that 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 gets added to it. So if you're yeah. if you're living on campus, that's part of the bill. You know, okay, like I, all I that adds that's up. That's including room and board. I think that's just the tuition. Okay, <laughs> like I, I don't yeah. think that's like your books and and all that other. Nope. No, nope. So it's even more than that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So and, and, and then know, you factor in there, right? You you I wanted you to get be a these, marine biologist and I really wanted to be a marine biologist. I was really, really like this is it. This is what we doing. We're gonna play football, we're gonna be a marine biologist. we're gonna play football, we're gonna play baseball, we're marine biologist. And I didn't do that. Yeah. Now I fix cars for a living. <laughs> no, I don't his whole energy changes. See that his whole energy changed, bro. <laughs> he was laid back, pumped, excited, then he just like hmm. 
it'll, it'll really curb it. It'll really curb it. So before I forget, me and we just spent this past, you know, first half of the show talking about like, you know, a bunch of random stuff. It's probably going to get cut out. Last oh, week, though. yeah, that's, that's what we've been doing a lot of lately. Uh, last week, we talked about something that I didn't want to talk about. Um, I was watching, uh, oh man, I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. He was a UFC fighter. And he was talking about an interview that Ronda Rousey had did. And it was talk because, you know, obviously she's in wrestling now, whatever. And uh, she was talking about her time in the UFC when she had lost her fight. And that how after the fight, she went back to stage and she was, you know, she she wanted to kill herself. And then she, you know, she saw her husband and she realized, you know, like, damn, I can't kill myself. I want to, you know, have a family with this guy. I want to have kids with him, you know, and that kind of snapped her out of it. The the fighter that was talking about it was saying that she was everything that he doesn't like in in the world today because of the fact that, you know, she was out here trying to make it seem like like to him, it felt he felt like it was a throwaway comment. That she was just like, yeah, I wanted to kill myself, you know, like kind of like just to grab headlines and that, you know, that lot, now a lot of people think that it's cool, you know, to talk about these things like, you know, about having depression or, you know, wanting to kill themselves, you know, and, and like we see all the time, you know, when, when somebody tries to just kind of, I guess, exploit a situation, it kind of makes it, you know, a little less impactful for the people actually going through it so he he was making it seem like she was just saying that like for uh you know for the attention of it not so much that that was really her thought process or that she really thought it you know and it kind of gave me mixed feelings because it's like i get what he's saying you know but like you don't really know in that situation what's going through her head so that might have been her first thought you know it might not have been a serious thought but that could have been a thought in her head, like, damn, you know, I just lost. I was on top of the world from that long. Like, what am I going to do? Like, fuck, I don't even, like, I got to face all these people. So that could have been a quick thought and then just left. You know what I mean? So it's not that she lied. You know, it's just that that's how she felt at the time and she shared it. But he went on this long, like, tyrant about how it's not cool. You know, kids think it's cool to, you know, to be depressed and, like, kind of just ragging on her. Because she had said that, because he, I guess he felt that she wasn't really feeling that or thinking like that. But it's like you don't really know what people are thinking. So like it, it could have been that it, that that thought just kind of popped in and popped out, and she shared it. But I guess because she shared it, it made him feel a certain kind of way. I, I don't know if like I mean I guess I mean for I mean, every, nowadays everybody's justified right and what say whatever the hell they want to say right like because now we got social media so anybody can say or do whatever they want to. But I feel like it was kind of a shitty move on his part to kind of, you know, like downplay it because we don't know. You know what I mean? We don't know exactly what was her thought behind it. If it if was if it was the thought that just came in her head and popped out. And I forgot where I wanted to go with this now. I completely But the point is, is I had that, a like, feeling that was gonna happen. Yeah, I was because it was I, going for a while. I know he was going to But you know what though? Like like I, I see I, I see his point, you know, in a way, but on the same token, right? Whether that was legitimate or not, that kind of gives like a glimmer of hope for people in a way, right? So like if you're going through that or you're going through something similar and maybe that's, you know, you look up to her, whatever, you were a fan of hers. And then you see like, oh, yeah, like she was where I'm at. She came out of it. You know, maybe I could come out of it, too. I mean, so whether it was true or not, I don't really think it, it cheapens it. You know, anytime someone goes through something and comes out of it. Um, you give that, you know, person the belief that if they could do it, I could do it. Because we all the same. Ain't nobody better than nobody else. 
I'm saying she's just like we are. It's just that she fights in front of millions of people and gets paid millions of dollars. But at the end of the day, you put us together, we're the same. You know, we have the same feelings, emotions, thoughts. Like there's nothing different between us. So being able to see somebody you look up to get through something and they come out of it, it gives that person like a little bit of hope. Like, ah, you know, what I did was just in front of like 10 people. She got her ass knocked out in front of millions and millions of people and and she came out of it so if she do it i could do it so that's how i would have saw it you know and like you said you don't know you don't know how she really felt at the moment because you weren't there and even if you are there you know there's things that people struggle with in private that they don't put out there for everybody to see you know in the past that's... few weeks i've been i've been struggling with rage you know i i wrote it in in my journal i never shared that with anybody now until right now you know i've been feeling it boil up in me you know, but you see me, you, you don't really see it, see it, because I'm, I'm actively fighting that feeling, you know, so it's like people struggle with things in private, they don't put out in the open, so he doesn't know whether that was real for her or not, you know, that could have been something real for her, and she just didn't show it in the, the traditional sense that people would have seen it, but either way, it gives somebody hope. And that's what it was for me, like, I just, I, was, I thought it was like a dick move, you know what I mean, like, that you really can't question somebody's, you know, off their feelings about something like that because then you really don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's all like it's and like that's kind of a shitty thing to speculate on. You know what I mean? Like to 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 be like, oh yeah, it's not really true. It's like how do you say that somebody's not really going through something that they're saying? Like, granted, it may or may not be. Yeah, right there. Yeah, he really he really upset about this one. He don't even know. The, he's like, who? What's his name? I'm gonna go see him. <laughs> I know. <it's> like, <laughs> we talking about like, the funny click, thing click, is click, click, right. Like, that, oh. that, <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is, is that what he's, what he's trying to say she was doing by using that is exactly what he's doing yes. by saying, but like he's using her shit to, to put publicity on himself and get him, him out there. And so in a way, I'm kind of glad you don't remember his name because I don't think it needs to be said because there's no reason for him to bring it up, right? But then on the flip I, side, now by him saying that, now, people who are legitimately having these feelings, my bad, you know what? Let me not say nothing because I might get that same reaction from my peers if I say this like he did to her. You know what I mean? And, and that was my thing. Like, they, like it was just, I thought, right, out the gate, it was like a, a, a shitty move to do. You know, first of all, it happened years ago. I, I'm not really sure why it came back up in topic. I, I guess because maybe she recently talked about it again. I don't know. But it was like, yo, like, like how bored are you with your life? <clears throat> That you got to sit here and comment on other people's tragedies and then, like, you know, try to make it seem like it's not really what it is. Like, what, like, you, you, like, you're that bored that you got to, like, be like, oh, this bitch is lying. She's talking shit. Yo. See, that's why I don't like more. You know, it's like, come on, yo. And she ain't gained nothing from it. She didn't get nothing out no, of saying it. No, she didn't it. get anything from it. You know, he got, is... he got something from it because he, he was all over, you know, Twitter and the Facebook news and such and such said that, you know, Ronda Rousey is everything he hates about people nowadays. And it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's almost like it's they use it for clickbait. My, my thing is, I, and this is just how I feel. I don't think anyone should really have any opinion on anybody, like on anybody's saying you, cause you don't know what, first of all, you don't know what mental state they were in when they were saying it and how many other people are watching what you're saying, touching on what you guys have been talking about these last couple minutes here. You don't know what other people's mental states that are watching that and if that can help them come out of something or make them go further in by you denouncing what they say and how they used it. Like, I just think there's certain things people should just not comment on. 
and allow whoever said what they had to say to say it and let it, that be. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because like I said, I mean, it 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 may have not been a serious, you know, thought in her head, something that she's been pondering. But even if it just came in for a second, it was still there. You know what yeah. I mean? It it was still that what you know her being on there and going through that was so traumatic that even if it was just for a second she was like i don't want to fucking be here no more like i i don't want to yep. you know what i mean and it's like and here this this douchebag is is like it's kind of like downplaying it like oh she just did that for clout it's like the, like you said what the fuck are you doing this for yeah like what what did him what did it serve by him saying that shit about her other yeah, than no, discrediting no. her character i mean i'll be honest showing with you, that he's a that... shit I was gonna say that. I mean, that that's probably more a reflection of of how he feels rather than, you know, how he feels about her. You know, that that's probably something inside himself that he, maybe he might be struggling with. You know, it's funny because this actually was the topic of our my men's ministry meeting yesterday. You know, we read the uh, parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector, and you know, to summarize it real quick, the Pharisee swears he's better than the tax collector. Pretty much prays to God and says, "Thank God, I'm I'm not like this guy," and the tax collector just goes up and says, you know, have mercy on me, a sinner, you know? And, and the idea is the the tax collector that prayed that way is the one that's going to be exhausted, realizing his own faults within him and asking for forgiveness for it. Whereas the other guy who swears he's, you know, perfect is the one that's going to be humbled by God. You know, and it's that same idea, you know, and, and we, I struggled back and forth with it, you know, because I kind of was like, you know, being grateful for how you are and where you draw the line between gratitude and being humble. But ultimately, I came up with the with the idea is, is like Juan said, like, don't say nothing. Don't judge people. Like, look inward at yourself. Like, if you want to talk about something, look about something inside yourself and talk about that. There's no reason to point fingers outside. There's enough on the inside for you to, to, to work on. You know, and that's what I mean. That guy probably has something on himself, you know, that, that mm-hmm. he does. That he's struggling dealing that's, with. That's, you know, reflected in what she did that made him feel a that certain way. But him. really, yeah, it has to be something within himself. And... You know, that's what he needs to figure out is what his problem with himself is before he starts looking outside and judging other people. Speaking about triggering, that's <laughs> a new thing now. Now you got to put you got to put trigger warnings on things. Mm-hmm. It, it, what do you mean? Like on social media? Like on social media. And, 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 and I seen where, you know, certain movies, they want them on movies because people watch these movies thinking they're about something and something within the movie triggers an emotion. And that's a new thing now. Now you need now apparently. You know, having that, you know, mature, you know, sex violence and drug content in this movie not is enough, not huh? enough. If it's a traumatic story about something, you, you gotta, I mean, I would think it'd be common sense that it's gonna, you know, but now that's the new thing now. I see it on social media where people are saying stuff, trigger warning, and then they go into whatever they're talking about. And then it's normally has to do Oh, so they actually are verbally saying this? Verbally it's not saying. something just like popping up on the screen? But people are complaining about, I forgot what movie, I think it was a Jeffrey Dahmer or something that they were saying that they wanted. Oh, yeah, so there was a lot of thing about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, they should have costume. Cool. But like, like, what do you want? got cut and who, who was it? Who of stuff. Who you two uh, suggested watching that or said it was on? I don't know, I what said it was on. I, I'm definitely going to watch it. You watched it? I watch it. My wife watched that whole shit, like religiously. Every I watched it, a couple of them. I was like, mm, I don't but that's know. what I'm saying. Like, if you watch that, like, how, how do you, like, let's think about this logically. Like, first of all, unless you're super young or living on the rock, you know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. You know mm-hmm. the the terrible shit he did. Exactly. So you gotta expect to see horrible, horrific shit when you watch that. Yeah. 
Even you if know you I mean? just search the name before you go to watch it, it'll tell you what he did. So if and, you, even if you didn't know, now you yeah. just read what he did. Now you're going to watch the show. A big problem of the whole thing with the Jeffrey Dahmer, though, is, is coming from the families. Because of the way, like, some, like a lot of the, like, they weren't even notified. Like, hey, we're doing yeah. this movie about Jeffrey Dahmer. And, you, you know, it's like... And I don't get that. Like, how do you how do you do, not notify hold on a second. them? Yeah, how that, that part is crazy. Them? That is. Insane. Yeah, I've always, I've always wondered that. I think, as a matter of fact, I think we've talked about that. Especially here. because like, they're in know, the movie. They write a movie about somebody. Like, do you need their consent to to make it? And that's the thing, because in some of these movies, like the the one one of the cases, I forgot the lady's name. She had like a big outburst in the court. Her character is obviously going to be in the show because of that outburst. It was a very it was a key like moment in the trial so how do you put that in there put that lady in there but then you don't reach out to her and her family like hey we're gonna you know we're gonna put you like that yeah that don't make sense to me like that doesn't seem like that doesn't seem legal it doesn't it doesn't for me that that seems like that should have been a box that should have been checked on some on some checks checklist for the movie movie i I can't remember whatever the movie was skip that but somebody was somebody was saying about it too that I, I forgot again I don't remember what it was but I remember seeing on on uh, Twitter and somebody was saying that it was a family of something else a similar type idea where somebody got you know murdered or whatever the case may be and they said they were like you know they didn't even let us know like we didn't know this was being made until we saw trailers for it you know it's like how do you do that how do you exploit people's misery and I, I mean I guess talked about a few weeks back you know everything negativity sells but i mean i don't get how you do that like well that's like, like um law even order. even not even right, for legal he gets to be a, a fucking decent human being yeah. you ever watch law and order how uh, they, mm-hmm. they always you know put that disclaimer in the beginning yeah. right this is a fictional story not related to nothing yada yada, yada. and then you watch it and you're like oh sounds awfully familiar that was in the news three weeks ago what do you mean to say <laughs> like you just came up with this idea by yourself like one day it was like oh you know what? i got this great idea they're going on that, that happened in the news. No, this ain't that. This is different. This is different. Yeah, no. It's, di- it's like, no, it's not different. That's the same story. <clears throat> like, you added some shit for TV, but that's the same story. Yeah, I added some stuff for But they throw that disclaimer in the names. front, so this way nobody can sue them. Like, oh, no, that wasn't about that. No, no. If you felt that, that's on you. I'm sorry. But you see the disclaimers. <laughs> it has nothing to do with real-life events. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, it's a shitty situation, man. And to see, like the shit that he did and all the money being made by these companies and it's like how much of that money goes back to these families none of it probably you know what i mean yeah probably none of it you know what i mean so it's not like they're like oh we're making you know millions of dollars doing this let's give back to their family that had to suffer through this traumatic experience on top of which not only suffer through the traumatic experience but now got to relive it every time yeah, they go through their yeah. feed and see everybody talking mm-hmm. about it that's why i don't mess with too much of tv man be honest with you and stuff man Man, that thing had me messed up, man. I was like, I ain't watching this shit. I'm like, you're sick for watching it all like this. Like, <laughs> intently watching it. Like, she's really, like, watching, watching it. I'm like... It's, it's crazy, but, like, that, that it's like... Serial killers are, are, like, are really... Like, people are just really obsessed with serial killers. It's, it's, it's so weird. It's so... I mean, and, you know, I can't really talk because I know, like... I know I remember being younger and being, you know, fascinated by, by Charles Manson. You know, not that like this, like the I like all just the idea that this guy was able to like brainwash these people to do shit so bad that he went to jail for what they did. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's crazy. 
And like, yeah. and that would that would really was like to me was like, yo, like, I mean, I guess you know, obviously the situation those people were in that he met, but like all the shit he was doing, like he was just, it was just insane that he was basically like a cult leader. You know, I had these people following him and thinking his way, and and then they went and they, they committed these murders and stuff, and it's like, and and they make him like, you know, like. Like he like like he killed all these people, but like he didn't kill all of them. Like a lot of it was done from his followers, you know. Yeah. But it's just that he was so twisted to to have these people think like this, and like you know, they killed famous people, like actresses and that. Like it's fucking nuts, you know. But that people are just upset, obsessed with. I guess it's because trying to under uh, maybe understand them psychologically. Like you you hope. Yeah, that I think is, it's it's some of that. And understand also it's, the, uh, why I mean, they, you know. It's like anything, you know, people are fascinated by, by the outliers, right? The people who do extraordinary feats. You know, now I wouldn't exactly use those words, but these are people that did things that were extremely out of the ordinary at a very like extreme level, you know, and, and yeah. people are kind of fascinated by that mentality. You know, it's like, well, how were they able to do all this? You know, whether good or bad, it's just that idea of somebody that was so different from the norm. And like you said, people kind of want to see, like, you know, what happened? What made them tick? Like, what exactly unfolded to bring them this way? Because it is. And, and the thing is, too, is, like, it's not like, it's like regular people are just, like, obsessed by the, like, the stories of it. Like, the, and I guess also, too, the fact that, like, this shit goes on for such a long period of time with most, with both of these serial killers that, like, it's like, yo, how do you get away with this for so long? Like, this they got to think killer, too. Ted some Bundy, of it, you know, what I mean, some of like, it is out of out of fear, right? Because most of the time we fear what we don't know. So some of it could be people trying to understand it, so that now they maybe alleviate some of the fear in a way. You know what I mean? I don't know. For me, it it generates more fear. So the fact that people can just do stuff like that, it it has made it worse for me. Like because like now I'm overly paranoid because now I know yeah. all this. You know what I mean? Like. And that's what it is. Like for me, it it, it didn't help the fear of it. It just made it yeah. worse because now it's like, damn, th- you read these stories of like this basic ass shit turning into like these horrific nights, and it's like, oh my god, you know. And that's why now I guess that's why now I'm so like terrified yeah, you get of the to see what, world. You know, humanity is is capable of. And it's hard yeah. to like to fathom that. Like, could you think of like I can't even, I could never even imagine. Like I could have a like a severe beef with somebody that did something wrong to me, and I'm not gonna chop them up and eat them. Let alone do that to somebody I'm picking up on the date. You know what I mean? Like, what the f- what in the actual? Yeah, uh, I had this whole conversation yesterday at work. Not this exact conversation, but that that idea of you know how the world could be perceived. You know, and in, in the in the fact of how people are able to do these evil acts. Um, and I was explaining about how you know that's one of the reasons why I I try to keep my faith as strong as it is because because without it. Then we're just living in the evil world, right? And but, you want to believe you know, that it's not, you know. Exactly, you know. And with my faith, you know, you, you can see these these terrible things that happen. Like, you know, for example, the, the guy who runs my men's ministry, his son was was murdered, sadly, uh, 29 years old, um, and he was murdered. And now this is a man that's strong in faith. And and the question that was posed to me by somebody was like, you know, here you have a man that, that's serving the Lord as as deeply as he is, and like something like this happens like at that point like you know what are you supposed to feel and i'm like well at that point you're supposed to really dig into your faith because if not 
what's the alternative? There's no God. Okay, now you're never going to see your son again. But you dig deeper into your faith, then you know, like, okay, well, what happened here was very tragic. But I know when my son closed his eyes, Jesus was there to pick him up. And I know I'm going to see him on the other side, you know. And that was the way I explained it yesterday um, to, to one of the guys we work with. And he was like, you know, I never really thought about it like that. And I, I didn't like, either until right now. You know, you said that, and, it, and, it was never a thought in my head. It's like, I, I think the same way. Like, at that point, what do you, you like, well, why did this happen to him? Why did they do this? And I never even thought about the faith of knowing that, you know what, like, because then what it is, what do you believe in? You be, you, if you don't have a faith or something to believe in, in your head, it's just like it was for nothing. Like yeah. his life was taken for nothing. But if yeah. you do have that faith, I guess you kind of believe that it was taken for a reason. It was There was a reason, I guess he was called. It was mm-hmm. his time. Whatever the reason was, you know what I mean? Maybe that put something else in place for somebody else, and that was his mission on here. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, I, I mean, that that's what ultimately the gospel is, that, you know, in, in the next life, you know, there'll be no pain, no suffering, no tears, and we'll have a seat, you know, with the Father and Jesus. So it's like when these bad things happen, you know, that's how you kind of hold on to it, man. You kind of grab on to the fact that, you know what, that was that was here, but I, I know he's he's not gone. He's just passed on to another place, and I will see him in the future. And, and it kind of helps with that feeling of, yeah, we, this is an evil world, you know, from, from the beginning of time mankind has never gotten it right you know time and time again but you hold on to that faith and to me that helps with some of because there's a lot of things that i was seeing the news that would sit with me man like really really sit with me for like weeks you know i'm talking about like i'd wake up in the morning and that thought would be in my head and always with i don't understand why this happened to that person like you know this and and that's the only way i've been able to kind of separate that that heaviness is knowing you know that on, on the other side of that there's something better for them. like you know these, even these heinous in, acts even like in, in uh the situation with our family you know with our nephew passing he was very young it was a very tragic death but you know like my aunt talked about the fact that you know him passing they were, they donated some of his organs to other people so like he lost his life in a horrific way but that loss of his life was able to extend the lives of other people you know what i mean so mm-hmm. she said that it, it to her like god had just lent him to us you know yeah. his purpose was not here to be here for the family his purpose was to be here so he could be that for the other families so again it goes back to you know having that faith knowing that there was a bigger plan in, for him you know and like, just to even take it one step further right because sometimes that plan don't come out so obvious right like that was that was an obvious thing that you can hold on to Sometimes it doesn't translate that way, right? Like, like you know, the man I just spoke about. As far as I know, there was no donation of organs or anything of that matter. So, you know, the the immediate why did this happen isn't getting answered, and it may never get answered. And again, that's a part of the faith, right? We, it says in there that that God's ways are not our ways, His thoughts are not our thoughts, so we can never really understand them. That's where the idea of faith comes in. It's believing in something you don't see, you don't understand. You know, so then that's that's the flip side of it. When these things happen, you may not be able to find the reason why, but you don't have to. Like you just you believe that, that, that there, you that just have there. to know that there was something there. And like I said, at the other side, you're gonna see that person again. Like right, so it's the same thing. Like if with him being gone, you know, for for the for the parents and the family around him, if there's nothing on the other side of this, if Jesus doesn't come and and take him with him and and have a seat at the Father, what's the alternative? 
you never see your son ever again. So it's like, how do you even move on from that with that mentality? Like, I don't, I wouldn't be able to, you know, like you, you have to have something to kind of, you to know, hold on to. If, yeah. Cause if not, like I said, it's like, what's the alternative, man? The alternative is we're, we're living in, in an evil world. So what's the point of even getting up and going to work in the morning? Cause we're all superheroes battle the evil. So it's our job <laughs> to get up. But yeah, and, nah, so kind of negate the evilness in the world by just being better human beings and, you know, spreading the love. Yeah. You know, trying to be better people, trying to make people around us <clears throat> better people. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Do what we can to make the world a better place. Keep it good. Keep it happy. And on that note, it's about that time. Yeah, I gotta go. It's about that time for us to venture off into the world and make it a better place. As mm. should everyone listening to this, you know, get off and try to make the world a better place. Like we say every week, the most valuable thing you can give anybody is your time. And we appreciate everyone that gave their time to sit down and listen to us. And uh, till next week, we love y'all. Stay up, stay blessed. Peace. Peace. Peace.